Welcome to Tech Talks in 20. I'm Michael Logan. And I'm Ginger Conlon. Ginger, I have a question for you. So in the past, we did um, we did talk a lot about the agent value study. The, the name is much longer than that, and I won't try to repeat it. Um, but in that study, one of the things we identified was what motivates an agent to, to improve their performance or to stay with the company? What are some of the key points that we took away from that study? Well, according to that study that Value Graphics conducted for Genesis, talking to 17,000 agents globally, uh, the study found that contact center agents enjoy learning new skills and technologies. And that is so important today because in the contact center, there's constantly new technologies. Customers are expecting companies to keep up with the ways they want to interact. So it's essential that these organizations have their agents trained up on the latest technologies. And the good news is that they enjoy learning. Who doesn't? That's what, And that's what this podcast is all about. Let's enjoy learning more about learning. But actually, I'm somewhat back. Not all of us are back in offices. I know we're trying to get there. Uh, some of us uh, faster than others. But I actually am back in one of our Genesis offices, offices, and I share a hallway with the Genesis Beyond team. What a perfect segue to talk about our next guest, right? We're going to talk about how to train agents up so that they get the most from technology. And joining us to do that is Ina Eckhaus who runs Beyonce CX, but she is also the vice president of portfolio design and commercial operations for the customer success and services team. Yeah, let's learn about learning. Well, welcome, Ina. We are so glad that you are here to talk about how to train agents up to get the most out of the CX technology that they're going to be using in their day-to-day job. Uh, to best serve customers, to get the most out of job satisfaction out of their experience. But before we dive into that, please tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your role. Well, thanks, Ginger. Um, I've been with Genesis for five years. Actually, it's my five-year anniversary this week. Congrats. And I have two roles. I'm vice president of portfolio design and commercial operations for a customer success and services organization. And then I am also privileged enough to have the title of vice president of Genesis Beyond, which is the large organization within Genesis responsible for training customers, partners on just about everything. Um, We teach skills around our platform. We teach CX skills. We teach skills that are very relevant to the business aspect of running a contact center. So really across the gamut, customer and partner education. Where would you say the current state of contact center uh, training is right now across all contact centers? You know, in the last few years, most contact center employees have gone virtual and the training that they need in order to be successful really hasn't kept up. Right. Historically, the way that training happened in the contact center was that a new employee would come in, they would take some sort of e-learning or PowerPoint training, maybe they'd even sit in a classroom with others and absorb some content. Then they'd go into the actual contact center, they'd look at the people around them, they may mimic some behaviors that they see, they usually have a mentor or trainer assigned to them, and there's somebody who they... um 
really work with hand in hand to learn, to come up to speed, to emulate behavior, who gives them feedback. Now that so many contact center employees are remote and there's such a high turnover rate in the industry, you know, 30 to 45% is what I've heard. It's becoming increasingly difficult to not only retain the staff, but to train them. So I think that's where most contact centers find themselves today. Clearly things need to change. And as uh, Michael and I mentioned in the intro, agents want to learn new skills. They want to learn new technologies. So what what are some first steps that uh, managers and supervisors can take to get the right training to their staff? I think you actually need to look at it um, one level higher before you get into the training itself, right? How do you define an agent's work? How do you define what they do day to day? And in this era, especially right now, I'm sure you guys have heard the great resignation or whatever people call it, you know, people, what is keeping people employed and especially agents, what's keeping them employed? And truly it comes down to what's keeping us employed. And that's having very meaningful day to day work and feeling like you're actually accomplishing something, like you're contributing to something that's bigger than you. So how do you take an agent, um, a role that's typically dealing with disappointing experiences, um, individuals who are calling into the contact center complaining, problem solving, um, things that are very, um, maybe even technical in nature, and how do you translate that into meaningful work that engages an employee and um, grows that employee over time so that they stay and they don't leave the contact center. So number one, I think the work needs to be redefined. These employees, CX employees, they're really brand agents. And whenever we do our training around CX, that's one of the first things that we say, these are the people who are going to spend the most time with your customers. It's not your sales team, not your engineering team. It's the people on the phone. They're the ones who are going to create the experience for their end clients. They are your brand ambassadors. So the education that you put in place for them really needs to be around how do you become the best brand ambassador that you can be? Not necessarily how do you just, and I put that into quotes, how do you just answer the phone and problem solve? You know, we we talk about um, that on the agent level, but can we extend that beyond just our frontline agent? We understand that they're, they are the front line, right, to your brand. Um, but taking it to the next level, the, the you know the rest of the contact center, the admins, the supervisors, the you know the developers. How how do we see training improvements around those functions as well? And is that something that we should cover? I think so. I mean, I think it's important that it spans the entire contact center. And that's why within Genesis, we offer education across all of the roles. You have to have the absolute best optimized platform in order to deliver great CX, right? So Genesis gives you the platform. It gives you uh, the toolkit. But then it's up to the contact center and the engineering staff to put that toolkit together in a way that then delivers those wonderful interactions that everyone expects. So you need to have a great engineering um, support staff, for example. You need to know how to troubleshoot the platform when issues come up. You need to know how to properly set up your routing and how best to architect your bots to provide for that experience. 
And then ultimately, you need to know how to administer the system so that it's very easy and seamless for your agents to take customer inquiries and calls and respond to them effectively. I mean, it really, in that case, takes a big village. Um, but at the end of the day, that entire system enables for those agents to be the best that they can be at providing that great CX. So I think it spans the entire contact center in all roles. All roles need to be effective for that contact center to shine. Absolutely. And so are you seeing um, across the different roles any skills lacking in terms of ability to use these various technologies and you know where the more training in those areas can be so helpful? Yeah, there's a few areas where I think contact centers really could uh, could focus. Number one, there are a lot of great digital tools that, that we provide, that Genesis provides, that other vendors provide as well, that are truly underutilized today. We have a whole suite of training around the best utilization of digital tools. How do you turn them on? How do you optimize them for your business? How do you... Um, for example, set up bots that are going to divert enough calls so that the calls that your agents are taking are truly the calls that you want them engaged in, right? Truly, again, the calls that are going to build the relationships and the brand image that you want. So we have a lot of technical training, administrator training around um, digital tools. I would highly recommend going in that direction. And then for your agents, training around the delivery of customer experience, how to communicate appropriately, how to build relationships with clients. And then, and I know this word is used and overused, but it's truly important. How do you build empathy? How do you ask the right questions? How do you make sure that your clients feel heard and understood? Um, because, I mean, there've been so many reports time and time again that show that people leave brands because they feel that they're not cared for, right? Like, you don't care about me. I'm going to go find somebody else. And at the end of the day, it's not technology that's making that decision. It's it's a person-to-person -person interaction that um, causes that decision. So you're saying the training offers more than just the technical side, because we know how important that is, right? I mean, the developers, the admins, they need to use the product efficiently. But you're saying it goes beyond just the technical pieces, right? It goes into empathy and experience and all the things, the customer satisfaction, uh, that's where the training, it, it goes beyond just how to use the interface, right? 100%. And I want to share an example. This is one of the most recent examples that I have had in working with a customer. Um, we engaged with this customer back in January and the customer came to us saying, we really need a solution around CX training skills for our contact center staff. We have a lot of folks who are relatively new and we know that you guys offer some great education. So what could we potentially bring on board? So we recommended our Beyond CX suite, which really teaches your agents how to provide the best possible experience, how to show empathy, et cetera. And they said, great, we're gonna trial this program with 50 of our agents. And three months later, uh, they came back and they reported out on results. And they were able to turn their NPS around from negative 13.8 to 19.4. So 32% jump in NPS just after implementing this training program. No other changes were made. Um, their average handle time decreased by 2.3 minutes per interaction. So huge business impact that was... 100% due to putting a real robust training program in place that wasn't at all related to the platform. It was 100% focused on delivering of best CX. 
amazing results. Yeah. Yeah. So when you deliver this at all, con- so your delivery method is workbooks and number two pencils, right? Uh, mechanical pencils. Mechanical pencils. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, um, so it's a very comprehensive program. Um, it's important that the students go through an e-learning um, delivery model. And at the end of the e-learning delivery model, there are some very interactive um, practicals that take place. So they actually listen to customer calls and they're able to pick up on things like tone of voice and best ways to respond. They practice those skills. And then once that e-learning portion is finished, we actually have training for the supervisors and managers um, as to how you then coach to those skills, listen for those particular things in conversations, pick up on them, um, and then help your agents get better and better and better. So it's a reinforcement program. So we have a checklist for supervisors that goes along with the program that they can use with their agents. Um, They reinforce the skills. Then we have some more e-learning that the agents go through. Then the skills are reinforced once more until the agents really become proficient. And in the example I just gave you, you know, in three months, they really did go from zero to hero. I mean, they turned the NPS around for the contact center. So I can't help myself but to take it back to technology for a moment. And so are are there any AI tools that supervisors can use in the contact center to help um, them with their coaching, but also coaching the agents to help retain all of these great things that they've learned? Yes. And if I had a mountain, I'd be standing on top of a mountain right now, screaming this to everyone because... Most contact centers, especially most Genesis contact centers, already have these tools. Um, So in Genesis Cloud, for example, we have something called speech and text analytics. And most of our customer base has speech and text analytics. So speech and text analytics can easily be turned on and it can start listening to interactions between agents and clients. It can pick up on tone of voice, on the kinds of questions that are being asked, on the way an interaction is going. Is it going in a positive direction or a negative direction? And what you can build is really a model within Genesis Cloud that picks up on what does a good conversation sound like? What does a poor conversation sound like? And what are the specific skills that need to be developed in order to go one way or another? So by turning on speech and text, monitoring these conversations, and then reinforcing with the proper training, you can continually elevate your staff to become better and better and better. So again, the technology is there. It's just a matter of using it. That's excellent. And any um, advice in terms of just when you're starting a program like like this, getting some buy-in? if not enthusiastic buy-in from the agents and supervisors to to jump into using this? It's always hard to start something new, right? Anything that requires effort at the very beginning is going to be hard. The inertia is is sometimes difficult. Um, So I would say if you want to get buy-in quickly, you're unsure about whether or not it's going to work for your particular contact center, try it on a small population you're going to see results fairly quickly and you'll get your feedback from your agents right away. You'll see if it's working or not, right? You don't have to roll it out to all 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 people. Start with a population of 50. And I can tell you that in a month, you're going to see a change. 
And then you'll want to see that change propagate. And the best people who are going to be able to propagate change are the people living it. So now you have internal stakeholders who've seen the results, who will have the excitement, who will have the energy, and it'll just um, spread across the contact center without having the resistance that you have otherwise. What would you, you gave some great examples earlier of how it has impacted some contact centers and what are um what what is the biggest impact that you've seen so far i know you gave some you gave a lot of uh improvements but what is one of the number one improvements you see when a contact center invests in their staff in that way i think it's almost cyclical so they invest in their staff and the staff start implementing the things that they've learned. And as a result, their end clients end up being happier, right? So again, all of the typical contact center scores improve. Average handle time, first call resolution, um, NPS. But then what happens as a result of that? The agents feel good about themselves. They build confidence, right? They really become the brand ambassadors that they've set out to be. So now you have a whole bunch of agents all feeling good about themselves, feeling confident, solving customer problems. What's going to happen? The customers are going to feel that positivity. The customers are going to feel like they're being taken care of. They're going to feel that connection. And then they, in turn, are going to rate the brand higher. So it's really a cyclical. It builds this culture of positivity, of confidence. Um, Your agents aren't going to be ready to jump ship the first time that they have a hard day because their work is going to be meaningful and their work is really going to be closely related to the performance of the brand itself. And they're going to feel that and their clients will feel that. So it sounds like retention uh, will improve. 100%. Retention will improve. Morale will improve. um, Engagement will improve. And that comes with time, right? I mean, you have to have the fundamentals there first. Again, you have to have the right technology. You have to have, like you said at the beginning, your engineering staff trained so that the technology isn't a barrier to good experience, that the technology enables the good experience. Once the technology is there, your agent population is properly trained, they become the ambassadors for it, then they create the culture in the contact center. And that's the culture really that ultimately their clients are going to feel, and that's what's going to keep their clients coming back. Um, it becomes this beautiful kind of symbiotic relationship. This reminds me of a <clears throat> of another conversation we had had on a previous ep- episode where we talked to someone about retaining development staff and how their value in, in, in their jobs was enhanced by the fact that they their impact was not just on the agent population when they did something, when they developed a new feature, but it was it impacted the the agents, it impacted the business, it impacted the customers. It it went across the board. And so to get to that point. Like you and I think we we talked about it earlier. It's not just about agents, right? It's it's about those developers and how they because we know that's a really hard retention, right? It's really hard to to get talent in that that specific area of a business and that developer to get good development uh, staff. But could you do you have any examples of that uh, that extra level of of training that goes beyond just the agent staff? Do you have any stories of of that or? Well, I have a personal story as a consumer that I can share. Um, This isn't even, you know, from an expert perspective. This is from a consumer perspective. There was a brand. uh, They used to drive me crazy. It was a cell phone company that I dealt with routinely. And every time I would call in 
Um, I would have to put in what my name was, what my cell phone number was. And I had to do that over and over again every time I spoke to somebody. And I had to speak to many, many different people to get my issue resolved. I was so frustrated that by the time I finally got to a live person and they again asked me what my name was, I yelled at them, sorry to say, and I said, that's it. I'm changing cell phone providers and I'm not going to work with you anymore. And I compare that to another experience that I had with another brand where the I had an issue with something. And um, on my app, I was asked, do you want a phone call from us? And I said, yes. And my phone suddenly rang, just maybe within 30 seconds of saying, yes, my phone rang. And there was an agent on the other side. And um, they said, hello, Ina. It seems that you're frustrated. Can I help you with XYZ today? And I was just stunned, right? How in the world did they know who I was? How did they know what issue I had? Because they knew exactly what issue I had before I even had to tell them. Well, come to find out, they knew who I was because of voice biometrics, something that you can enable in the technology. They knew what problem I had because they're using artificial intelligence. Um, and they knew what I had clicked on on the website in the past, what I had ordered, what issues I was having. And then they also had empathy training. And because of that, they knew exactly how to interpret the data that the AI spit out to address me in a manner that would connect with me. So within probably two minutes, the agent on the other end had my problem resolved and I love this brand and I'm probably always going to go back to it for this reason. So going back to why it's important to have great technology and great engineering and resources who know what they're doing, in order to set and configure all of that, you need to have pretty great training, right? You need to know the importance of configuring um, your bots in a certain way, your speech and text analytics in a certain way, um, enabling AI so that it gives you the right information and the right outputs, having the right dashboards, having people who know how to interact with those dashboards. Those things are not inherent. Those are things that need to be built. And a great contact center staff knows how to build it appropriately to give that great experience. And beyond, we have courses that deal with all of this, right? We'll teach you the technology. We'll teach you the CX skills. It's all here. And um, as long as you have a willing staff that's looking to grow and improve and you have the technology at your fingertips, all of this is very much doable and in a very short time frame. Well, again, we've um, we've covered a very large area in a very short time, but um, I'm so glad I get to share a hallway with that team because I'll, I'll continue to learn from them, and I've I've met so many from from our Genesis Beyond team. But some of the things that I took away from what she said today are two of the the key points. Well, one is it's not just about agents, and then we started off the conversation about how we how agents love to learn, but you know we quickly started to talk about. Um, how it goes beyond that and extends on that beyond that. And I, it reminded me of the time that we talked to Richard Tucker on a previous episode uh, from OVO, OVO Energy. And we talked about how it's not just about our agents being happy, but our developers, because they're, they're hard to retain as well. And when we talk about retention, she mentioned that one example, she couldn't name names, but um, she talked about the value of training your agents and the, the increased you know, increases in first call resolution, the uh, the reduction in, you know, attrition and, and you know, hiring new agents. And if you think about that 
ROI, you're you're investing that money now. When you talk about attrition being a, a you know, sometimes as high as 30%, that means you're constantly training new agents that don't stick around. And now you get the opportunity to to just invest in them in the beginning and they do. That's essential. Yeah. What'd you take away? Well, so related to that is um, that Ina made the point that when you're training agents, you you also need to train the managers so that there's continuity. So the the managers learn about what the agents have learned so then they can coach them continuously on those same aspects and put help put it into practice. And another thing that she uh, pointed out that stood out to me is, you know, I asked about AI because, you know, I couldn't resist, right? So mm-hmm. Ina pointed out that speech and text analytics, so many organizations already have that, those capabilities in their CX technology and don't use it to their full potential or aren't using it at all. And it's a missed opportunity if they're not, because you can get so much valuable information about the types of questions that agents are asking or responding to, the types of interaction, you know, tone and whether it's positive or negative. And you can then use that information for coaching and training and create that virtuous cycle. That's it. And you get why she wants to scream from a mountaintop. There's so many value propositions to to training your agents. And not only do is there value props, but they love it, as we identified earlier. So what a great time we spent with her. Absolutely. And you know, Michael, as we close this week's episode of Tech, Tech Talks in 20, I want to thank everyone for listening and hope that you were all able to take away something from today's topic. Before we leave, I want to remind you to be sure to take advantage of the resources listed below on genesis.com. They expand on today's topic and we'll leave you with some additional information. Also, be sure to click subscribe to get notified of previous and new episodes of the podcast. And please feel free to share with colleagues and friends. We'd love it if you would. Again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Tech Talks in 20. 